All right, welcome back to the Beauty Exchange, a mashup of two amazing podcasts. I am Joy J, the host of Singles Exchange, as you see behind me. Um, you can follow Singles Exchange on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and whatever your podcast streaming platform is. And I will let Miss Raquel introduce herself. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, welcome back to Beauty Exchange. I am Raquel Gilmore, and I'm a creator and founder of a podcast by the name of Beauty Talk. I know it does sound like it's centered around makeup, but it is not. It is a Christian uh, podcast just covering daily conversation, daily things that we deal with as believers. Um, it's central towards my ladies, but I believe if you listen to it, you'll get at least a gem or two. So yes, follow me um, on, on Facebook. My name Raquel Gilmore, and when you search up Beauty uh, Talk on like Apple or podcast platforms, just type in Beauty Talk and in my name Raquel so yep let's get into it all right let's get into it um we started this mashup to talk about married at first sight which is one of our favorite shows and um we are discussing season 12 I believe this is episode six that we are yes and um you don't hop right into it because we already know it's full of drama but it is what it is uh we gonna get our drama birds out the way but I was talking about the rest of the people in peace. So would you like to start with Chris and Paige? Would I like to start with Chris and Paige? Uh, so much. You know, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if I want to start at the beginning of their story now at the end because they start off on 10 and then they end on 10. And then the preview for next episode is on 10, you know? Um... If I'm not mistaken, give me, uh, please give me right. Uh, when they started off, they were going on the excursion on like the uh, ATV ride or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's where they started. That's where they picked up at. Um, so we're just going to, matter of fact, Joy, you give them the background story and then I would just put my little two cents in. Okay, so um, actually the very first thing on my notes is will Chris and Paige actually do any excursions? Because we see they're like halfway through their honeymoon last week and everybody has had an excursion but them. So um, they're at these ATV rides and they, you know, riding these little ATVs, which I don't know if anybody has ever ridden an ATV. But the ones that I rode in Cancun did not have all that protection that the ones they rode had, okay? Me and Kayla was just on there hoping that we could <laughs> flip over. And another girl in our group mm-hmm. did flip over. It was bad. She was literally like no seatbelts or nothing. You hold on. Oh, my lamb. You hold on. <laughs> and pray. <laughs> so um, shout out to Kayla because I didn't even want to drive the thing when I saw it didn't have no seatbelts. But yeah, um, no. Yeah, we had a ball. But anyway, so they rode the ATVs. And afterwards, which I think was a little bit of a setup, the editors had Chris with two of the girls, neither of which were his wife, just kind of talking about their situation. So um, they've all been married at first sight to these random people. And shortly after getting married, Chris found out that his ex-fiance is pregnant. This sounds like some love and hip hop stuff, but I promise y'all it's not. <laughs> so Listen. he's having this talk with the young ladies and they are basically saying, you know, we are concerned about Paige. She is our friend, but she is your wife. And, you know, we are concerned about how she is internally handling this situation. And so um, he pretty much went off on them and told them like, it's not y'all business, nor is it y'all place. Um, we got this leave me alone type of thing and he he been a ticking time bomb for weeks anyway so i really feel like they set him up to snap like this was the day that they just wanted him mm-hmm. to explode and they put every opportunity in his way like he wasn't gonna take it so you feel free to jump in mm-hmm. <clears throat> my notes really okay i'm gonna jump out. right on in there because not only was it that but chris felt the tag, so then he also started barking back. He was like, listen, y'all jumping on the wrong bandwagon, trying to get in my business. I've asked y'all for privacy and I will say that episode five, he just told them, like, what we need from y'all if y'all want to support us, um, in which they really were supporting him. He was saying, if y'all were going to support us, we want privacy, meaning we don't want y'all in our business, which I always think is interesting because 
because in regular life, I can see how that element works. You know, this is my life, you mind your business, I mind my business, okay? Um, however, when we on the show and the whole Mary the First Sight production, they're going to be put together. So as you said, it was a setup, but then you have this argument going on between him. It really was him and Virginia, but then Clara was also there, but she kind of like backed away when she saw like, listen, this little ne this Negro, he ain't really that stable. I'm kind of going to opt out. Um, and then they go back and forth. They throwing insults and things like that. Now, everybody know I am not a fan of Chris. Um, I've made it, obviously, and I don't even think I'm like a huge fan of Virginia either, but I feel like for the sake of the show, they're going to have to have that. They're going to have to have dialogue and then keeping in mind that like that drama sells. So I can see the producers like, we're gonna put them together. You know, if, um, and I think about the element of the three of them, if the wife had been present while they're having that conversation, it probably would have would a little different. Um, and then, you know, he would say like, y'all don't know what, we just met y'all like y'all strange, like get, get out of my business. And their rebuttal was, we love her. We want to protect her. We want to make sure she's happy and things like that, which I can get the two sides of that. One side is y'all really don't know her. Y'all really not friends like that. So don't act like you're super concerned. And then the other side is that in the Married at First Sight history, they bring the wives together to really form a bond. I don't know how much of it turns into a sisterhood, but, but you hear even the experts say, we put these people together so that they can lean on each other. Yeah. So when the girls were vocal, I was like, okay, yeah, y'all in his business, but I can get their angle too. I just can do it out like with like the disrespect and the insults going back and forth. Um, I'm going to say it because I feel like it, that man called her a drunkard. Okay? Baby, I screamed, okay? <laughs> I screamed. Now listen, she be on the bottle too. She don't be on a scene of, of the show without some type of liquor yeah. or her verbally announcing, I need a shot. Yeah. Um. So uh, my notes, and, and they a little scattered today, so bear with me, but <clears throat> my notes on that particular situation um, with friendships, whether it's inside of the, the guys of Married at First Sight or not, <clears throat> excuse me, because Clearly, today is my day. But with within the guise of friendship in either setting, um, I do think they overstep. I don't think that they overstep with the intention to overstep. But um, I was taught very early on that you let grown folks be grown. You let married folks be married. And what they choose to do in their household is their business. Yeah. Um, I do think that even with that, there was a different way that they could have mm -hmm. expressed concern. Um, I do feel like, because it kind of came up last week, but we saw it more this week. I feel like a part of the reason that Chris snapped so much is because he feels like everybody is supporting my wife in this. And while I'm not mad at y'all, I need support too, because mm -hmm. I'm going through this too. And they made it very prevalent. We not supporting you, mm -hmm. we supporting her. So um, that's a lot of pressure, and which I've been saying that from the get go. I think right, and they they even took it a step further than that. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. they it, did say that. Probably overlapping. Go ahead, Joy. No, you good. Um, they did say that. They definitely said because if it was me, I would have left. Like some stuff is too far. Um, and I put that in my notes because mm -hmm. I have had situations in my life as well where. A friend did something with the intent to be my friend, to protect me, to cover me. Um, but it came across as too much. And so the question is, how far is too far? Like, is it okay to say to your friend's spouse, this is what I don't like, or this is what you need to do? You know, like how far is too far? So yeah. <clears throat> did you want to piggyback on that? before I go to the rest of my Yeah, life. I want to chime in real quick. Listen, I want to say this, uh, two things. They even, I believe, made the statement of like, we really don't even like you. Like, we don't care for you. Like, we're there for her. Paige is a beautiful woman. Um, inside and out, her personality is amazing and things like that. So what you have to be mindful of is this. You can't set that type of stage and then come on the back end and say, but I want to support what y'all are doing in y'all marriage. That's just not going to work. And then to ask your question, how far is too far as it relates to boundaries? I feel like if a couple is saying, and that's why I say it's, it's interesting 
what is unique because but on one hand in real life if person say bag up I don't want y'all in my business the conversation should be over but I feel like the producers and how the show is set up is putting them in those conversations together you know because I even think that if you even add a different variable if Rihanna had been present with those two ladies I feel like that conversation could have shifted a different way too because she understand the black code she understand what a black man about to flip everybody just bag up about the way um, and I don't want to throw the race card in it too much but I feel like black people got that understanding Standing the Disney girl about the she, she about to throw over the table. They ain't even gotta say it. We just pick up in our spirit. I don't one know. One of my friends is. say his <laughs> one of my friends say his cuckoo about to come out the clock. Okay. <laughs> yes, and, and, and you ain't got to say it around African Americans, but we feel it, it just get a little tense. I'm happy because how we raised the black house. Oh, I don't know, uh, but they were not getting that that this man was ready to explode. They was missing it, how it was set up or how it was uh, on TV on the camera. So yeah, I think they're respecting and honoring those boundaries, and I think that it's too that when you are approaching like the whole marital thing because they're having marital issues, you. Even if you don't like the husband or you don't like the wife, you if, if you're going to support, you got to support both of them, you know? Like, you can't address that, but then single them. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, we're going to move on if we wanted to move on to the next uh, scene where he was talking to his wife and he was telling her, like, listen, I don't want to talk to them. I don't really want you to talk to them. Let's get up and go. Yeah. Paige reacted in that situation as a married woman. My husband said, you about to get ready to get up and go. That's just what we're about to do. So we go. Uh-huh. So you can't separate them in that support. If you're going to support her, you you essentially supporting them. That's that's Sorry. the concept that I don't think people understand. Um, I'm going to circle back around to a piece of that, but um, I said this to you privately, and I'll say it publicly. Um, although I don't think Chris handled the situation well, I don't think he handles most situations well. I do not like and the don't. narrative, right? But I do not like the narrative of um, the angry black man thing. I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I think that <clears throat> for a lifetime to edit it that way is very insensitive to the things that we have been experiencing. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I think it's very insensitive to mm-hmm. um, portray it that way less than a year after George Floyd and all that like there's a lot of racial tension still in America and so I think to portray and to purposely Mm -hmm. edit in the comments about oh he's angry oh he's about to snap like I don't think that that was right I don't think Mm -hmm. it's good and I don't like that narrative like again he angry but he angry with a reason like he not just spazzing out because the sky is blue and water is wet um and even if they don't agree with the reason acknowledge the fact that he does have a reason to be angry and don't make it seem like he was unprovoked because y'all put him in that situation Mm -hmm. knowing that they didn't like him and knowing that he don't like them so um yeah I totally agree with you. I wouldn't I wouldn't add nothing to what you said, but I will say this. When you poke the bird for so long, when the bird get up, it's going to be held up to the captain. Now, what y'all do with this on y'all, but you just, you, you got to know people. Like, listen, some folks, if you wake that fool up, they going to act a complete fool, okay? Uh, so I totally agree. I don't know. So there is scene when the couples were sitting at the table, they was just having that moment, you want to start that now, you want to get that because well, that kind of ties yeah. into it. Minus the bus scene, yeah. I was gonna get into the bus scene a little bit. So, with the bus scene, he he literally got on the bus saying that he was gonna make that ride a living hell going back. I think it was childish, um, but like I said, I don't think Chris handles a lot of situations very well, so I wasn't surprised. It was just like, come on, you didn't you mm-hmm. said what you had to say, you spoke your piece, leave it alone. Um. But again, when you poke a bear for so long, oh, y'all wanted me up? I'm up. Yeah, now I'm up. Chris um, got on their bus and said, I want all the smoke. I'm going off. I'm finna be disrespectful. I'm acting a fool. And whereas a lot of viewers, even including myself, was like, listen, let's die all this down. It's not that deep. Like, calm down, break it down. Chris was like, listen, y'all want the smoke? I'm about to give it. And for me, it, it came disrespectful i also found that it was ironic that these women clara and um virginia they were they were on the bus as well uh, so it was three couples and their husbands didn't really say much um and i 
struggle with that too. And it could be the sister girl in, but listen, you're not about to bring the smoke to me and I get it back. Like if we been, if we were in a situation and it died down, let that be that. If you bring it back up, I'm going to give you what you asked for. So I was like, you know, you you get the wrong right type of person in that situation. We probably would have got the phone hands. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Like on the bus. Don't get all loud and strong. Forget at dinner. We the bus. On the bus. On the bus. It's like literally on some college hill type stuff. We on the bus bank. But <laughs> so yes, um also Chris Page. Let me go page real quick. I just see that baby just just so, you know, I said last week, she's so hopeful. Right now, I just feel like it's been blow after blow. Like, she gets me, I'm very drained at this point. It's only been, what, six, seven days. You know, we at the end of our honeymoon. We ain't even got back home yet. I don't know what home life is about to entail, but she gives me, listen, I am tired. Like, she she gives me, like, that, that tired woman that just need a break. And I and I will say this, and me, you have had conversations off camera. The black woman in me, and I feel like even for women that will listen to this, that triggers a lot of us because it's like, listen, some gotta give, some has to give. And listen, she is so. Don't you start with that boy. And hopeful of my marriage. Don't you start with that boy. <laughs> The woman's time. I ain't anything I want to say. A page time. And the new dialogue concerning the Married First Sight. Joy and I are in, a, are in the same Married First Sight fan page that got some, like, I think like 40,000 people. And so it's kind of it's up there. And the new dialogue is, I, I've been saying that as recent is, do we still feel bad for Paige? Or is she just making the decision to stay in this situation? So, um, I don't even know if that's on my notes or not. Like I said, my notes are kind of all over the place, but I definitely feel like, um, I feel bad for Paige because having to relive this, like, you know, this, this whole thing happened way before we saw it, Mm -hmm. but having to relive it and I'm, I'm hoping that unlike her husband, she is not on social media (laughs) to watch this travesty unfold. But still, he clearly on the social media, right? Clubhouse and all. But um, I feel bad for her, but not for the same reason that everybody else does. I feel bad for her because, as I said before, I feel like she is being judged for her decision to stay. Um, I think that it's very easy for people to say what they would have done in that situation because you're not in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very easy to say, "Oh yeah, I would have been out." Cause you're not there. You and, and and the thing is, and this is no shade to anybody, but it's a whole lot of folks that have stayed in some jacked up situations that's now dogging paid. No, baby, you you had some crap in your life too, mm-hmm. and you chose to stay mm-hmm. um, because she and you stayed had, in it for a long time and stayed in it for a what long time. It was a long she only time. six days in, and she's six days into a marriage. She didn't just meet this guy six days ago and go on a date. She didn't just meet this guy six days ago and hang out. She married him. She is legally married. And um, I don't fault her for trying to make it work. We six days in and we married. Like we not, this is not somebody I met on Hinge. This is my husband. So Mm -hmm. um, I don't fault her for Mm -hmm. that. I believe that everybody has a breaking point. And you can't make nobody get to their breaking point for them. So when she ready, she'll be done. But until <laughs> then, I think that um, people are dogging her. And I just, I don't think it's right. Maybe I'm just too nice. I don't, I don't think it's right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Listen, and they dog her on that end. And they dog her on the Christian end. Yeah. I've never seen so much dialogue between a woman, her husband, and the Lord. Like that's a big thing. And I and I know a lot of people do not believe in God. Listen, that's your prerogative. Um, I'm not mad at you. That that's your business. However, a lot of people are saying like that's the problem with the faith now. That's the problem with Christian women. Christ, Christian women now that they're over spiritualizing marriage and that God will not allow you to be in such a way. I've even seen a lot of posts. And I'm referring back to the Married at First Sight fan page now. People who are believers who are they says if they're believers and they'll say and it's not to be you know an insult but they'll say like listen that ain't god 
God ain't gonna bring you that. That's a mess, but let it go. And even Joy and I have talked about that. And even as the scriptures will say, like when we face like troubling times or trying times, that the Bible say these things will uh, work together for your good. You know, um, now how they work together, we may not know. We can't put all the pieces together all the time, especially if you're not living in it. Um, so I don't really know. I think for me, if we wanted to like be done with uh, the Christian Page situation for now, um, one thing about Chris though. Chris is honest. If you about ask him, he gonna tell you. And I think I said the last, but that's probably okay. his only pro for me. So I put that in my notes because I think I figured out when that man is lying. If he say, know what I'm saying, he lying. It was one sentence where that man said, know what I'm saying, five times in one sentence. Sir? What's funny lying? is, that's just off the scene of why did I get married? And when he was like, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? She said, I know you're lying. <laughs> I know you're lying. But literally, if you catch him, and this is kind of jumping around this episode, but at the beginning, when he That's was, fine. I forgot what he was talking about at the beginning that put me on guard to start counting every time he said it. But at the end, he said something to Paige about the ex-fiance. And it was like, no, you know, because I'm attracted to you know what I'm saying. And then 30 seconds later, she asked him, have you considered going back to your ex-fiance? There was not one know what I'm saying. It was, yes. We talked mm -hmm. about it and um, I have considered it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he, mm -hmm. he know when that man Listen, he also made mention at the end on the Chris and Page Man way. He said that uh, when, they, when they were having a, a, table, a table conversation with the other couples, he made mention of how he's going through like all this stress and all this drama, like when it's literally unfolded on live TV, which I could give him that I bet that that has to be like very, very difficult. Although it's the bed that you made, you have to lie in it. A lot of us don't lie in our bed on national TV. However, um, he was saying, he made us, he gave the comment about when he's going through a lot of pressure, a lot of hard times, he often called like his grandmother and his great grandmother to like pray for him. You know, I have like these like spiritual encounters just feel bad about themselves. You know, and me and Joe, we say, we, we believe in the power of prayer, right? Okay. Uh, but he said, I think grandmama had told him like, now you got your wife, your wife is a godly woman, she can do that. And with that, um, with that whole situation or whatever, I guess Paige prayed for him, declared the word of God over him and he felt better about himself or whatever he was just outwardly expressing the fact that like he appreciate her he thank her for that you know he doesn't he you know he didn't have that before but now he have that in like a godly woman and towards the end of the episode he had made mention that now i'm becoming like spiritually attracted to you all the while saying i've been talking to my ex we've been entertaining um conversations of us being back together of raising our family back together and what does that look like and i believe this one page really started like boiling inside just black woman to black woman i seen the pastor at the ball she's like do you still love her he was like yeah right still love her. so and i'm i don't know why people surprised by that he just broke up with the girl a couple months ago so yeah mm -hmm. but we can uh mm -hmm. they was literally together last year they taped it like last fall yes they got married in august and i think he broke up with, with the girl in jail so what we expect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it still feels that. Exactly. So um, this is a good segue into Eric and Virginia because Chris was going to let Eric have it. Mm -hmm. And once again, I don't feel bad for Eric. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if maybe I just was real triggered by the mm -hmm. whole angry black man situation. But even Eric had made little comments like, well, I didn't know if he was going to snap or, you know, like, I didn't like that. I, I literally, I was so mad. But um, mm -hmm. even before we got to the last scene where they almost fought, um, in the first scene, Eric was visibly intoxicated and telling mm -hmm. this man, you need to man up and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, again, maybe it's a black cultural thing, but you can't tell no grown man they need to man up if you, you're my mm -hmm. peer. Like you're not, mm -hmm. to me, a comment like that should only come from somebody's dad or grandfather or pastor, a man that they look up to. You you don't know mm -hmm. this man from a can of paint. You met him two weeks ago mm -hmm. and you telling him he needs to man up. So I think mm -hmm. that all of those things piling up were like fuel to the fire in addition to when they got to dinner 
and um, Chris was apologizing, and mm-hmm. Eric and Virginia were late again, and, uh, late again, drunk again, mm-hmm. and when they drunk again. <laughs> When they got there, he called himself trying to snap at Chris literally right after Chris just got done apologizing for it. So it's like, you should have mm-hmm. came in and shut up for a few minutes. Read the room. Ain't that what they say? Read, Read the, room the room before you open your mouth. And that's where they went wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I did though everything. I just gotta, I, I gotta put it out. And I know that the, um, the drinking, every scene, being drunk, you have to stop that. You, you literally, because there's a level of like your conscious that you're not operating in because you are intoxicated. Especially if you're a person that do not drink all the time, you lightweight out here. You, you really can't hold it. You know, where like his wife drinks every day or most times out of the week she can drink a little bit and still functioning like normalcy he get a little something something they done show him drinking the vodka and all of that you know you he, he was tipsy every episode and which i find it very ironic because he say like this is not who i am this is not where i come from but you have mary and chris words a drunkard <laughs> so you adapting her ways and you are speaking on stuff that you should not speak on because here's the thing about it like in normal life if you're not intoxicated you may think a thing but then that drinking to get in your system then now you got the liquid and you saying things that you should not say you think them but keep it on the inside and when you when you allow it to come off it just does not go the right way although it, there's truth behind it some stuff you just should and should not do um and like you said with the whole you need to man up like you said an elder or a leader or something like that but even i feel like if we had a friendship level of intimacy you don't want to see me doing bad you're going to say that kind of thing but you have to do that thing within the right context we don't have that restrain it so like you need to pipe that down uh but you're not my daddy like i'm just saying i want to say you, you that's not your role in my life so um early to pull it down and even then you know like you said with the whole ang black man i just found it interesting that when they were arguing even by the little drive that they were doing with the excursion you didn't say nothing then you didn't say nothing on the bus. Now you want to bring it double back because you done had this lick in your system want to get strong. But that's the thing. You get strong and then I'm also, I got like a food card in my back pocket too. And now I want the smoke. That's just how we are. Because when I say Chris got a wild card in his back pocket, listen, as much as I hate the fact that he got on there talking about he's from Chicago, embarrassing us. The moment that man told him to man up, I was like, "You y'all want to see some Chicago? That's what y'all yeah. want because yeah. you don't even know what you're saying." You, I you said that when I was watching, I said he about to bring the Chicago out on his TV. That Chicago finna come out and slap fire out that man. Listen on the national TV. Oh, you national get this TV. Business. That's what I said. Being raised in Chicago, I know that at a certain point, there's no turning back. When Chris stood up, I was like, "He finna molly walk mm. this man." own national mm-hmm. so in the words of rihanna he about the earliest b-i-t-c a job <laughs> and and she meant what she said because he was yes she so, did um what else did i put for eric and virginia um i definitely put the, that man up was disrespectful that comment was disrespectful um i also put non-related to chris um, about meshing lifestyles because he said very early on that he was not mm-hmm. a partier and a drinker and on the one hand I appreciate that he is so willing to like I don't want to say give in but like be a part of this party drinking lifestyle that his like that his wife has but the whole point of coming together is to bring two lives together and make a new life like that was my life as a single that was your life as a single now this is our life together and I feel like he is just taking all of her life Mm -hmm. on he's not putting any of his spin Mm -hmm. on it other than that date because I do think the date was him you know showing her a good time in a different way but you can't just give in to everything I I don't want Mm -hmm. no man that's just gonna be a a doormat you gonna have to stand up Mm -hmm. at some point and again maybe that's my argument because um when me and you were talking about something, I don't even know which couple we were talking about, but you were saying like at, at some point she would get put out the house. And I was like, honey, listen, the house that I was raised mm-hmm. in, my parents were like, okay, you could be mad. Ain't nobody leaving this house because we both live here. You go in the front and I go in the bedroom. We'll be mad in two separate rooms. Ain't nobody leaving this house. 
So, um, yeah, I think at some point they have mm-hmm. to finish their lives together a little more. Um, mm-hmm. and I did put mm-hmm. that Eric with the whole um, him trying to talk to Chris, you know, like he don't know you and you trying to advise him. That was where I, I think yeah. that's actually where I put the how far is too far. So that's all I had for Eric. And Virginia, I feel like Virginia, um, yeah, um, you can go ahead because I, Virginia's bottom of my list right now. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell right in Virginia here, really quick. She said they had some major differences, and she made it her business to like really, really highlight that they have some major differences. And I feel like she was almost saying that we have some great differences, and there's some stuff about me that I'm just not going to change. I always think that that is unique when it comes to marriage because on one on one hand, and I think even you had talked about this as well, on, on one hand of the spectrum, I do believe that some parts of my people can change and we really, really, really are intentional about that change. But I feel like when we come into marriage, especially when we're newly married and even with myself being newlywed, some stuff you just gonna have to take me as I am, but trying to figure out what's gonna actually work because this is an, a modern arranged marriage. You know, there's no dating in between. They didn't have that time to like discover. Like we said I do and now we are discovering. And I, I've, I've mentioned this several times in the past, but I feel like in success rates as it relates to marriage, first sight history you have to be willing to put your all in to make that thing work you cannot just be hard-headed with some stuff because it i just feel like that that's that thing about that social experiment you got to be willing to bend because we don't have a foundation we're gonna work each other out you're gonna work me out and something has to give so whether it be the party whether it be the social life whether it be how you want to raise kids whether it be my schedule and things like that like he telling her and some stuff he he being honest when we go back to Atlanta my work schedule is this you're gonna have to be able to accommodate that we're gonna have to be able to make it work and I just I'm, I'm hopeful that she's gonna be able to do some give and take um because when I heard her talk she gives me very much so this is my boyfriend and he's not yeah he's your husband he's your husband um and he comes before your friends she talked a lot about how she doesn't want to give up any of her friends and i think that's a valid concern as a single woman um i definitely have some male friends that i am close to i have a male best friend who is one of my singles exchange staffers um and he and i have been friends since we were 17 years old so to say you can't be Mm -hmm. friends with him no more would be an issue for me but I'm not just gonna flat foot say, um, I'm not giving up nothing and you just gonna have to deal with it. Like, where's the compromise? Because um, my spouse, the vow said that your spouse is supposed to come before everybody. Ain't that what the Mm -hmm. vow say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I think that Virginia, from what we can see, because we know it's editing involved. But from we can what we can see, Virginia is mm-hmm. willing to compromise, and that could be a problem in the long run. Anything in my last sentence, it's not going to work with her for him being as possessive and has you. So going back to your point, I have a male best friend. I don't have a male best friend, but I have a lot of male friends in my life, and my husband is aware of these male friends. What happens is this. When we get married, they become our friends. You know, even if you don't talk to my male best friend, I, I haven't seen like Quentin and Sherry having a conversation. Hey, Sherry, this man. I haven't seen them having a conversation outside of me. But then there's that still that mutual love and respect as it relates to this is not your husband. You're not walking in covenant and in partnership with someone else as a teammate. And we love it and accepting both of y'all. That's why I said I don't know what Eric's past was, but it gives me a little bit of insecurity. Um, and I don't know what like that past marriage was as it related to her having male friends because if wife, if his ex wife did cheat or did have some little fumbling with some male friends i can get why he's so aggressive when it comes to you got to get rid of them but then again that's why we say he's gonna have to compromise with him definitely most definitely so <sighs> we we gonna I, I don't know virginia low on my list this week because she made me mad so we we gonna pray that she get her life next week because I definitely feel like she pulled the, I was so scared. Like, I feel like she was one step away from, I was so scared. And that was really, if she had went there, I, I probably would have stopped. Oh, yeah. So, 
I probably would have had to catch y'all on season 13. Yeah. So. Listen, talking about I am triggered. Big trigger. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, um, I can see that. Absolutely. Anything else on Eric and Virginia? Sure, no. Mm-hmm. All right. We moving on. Ryan and Clara. Uh, let me start right here. Clara told her, you're the woman that I am. Let me say this. That doesn't help. I just people who say stuff like that understand That's that not that at all. moments like that. <laughs> Not supportive. If, if you look at it the right way, it's low key. Yeah, like it's low key, under key, like an insult, ma'am. I want to stay married too. I want to be in marital bliss too. I want to be enjoying my honeymoon too. I want to be getting to know my husband while outside with, without all these outside factors as well. Um, and that's the thing too. Like when we throw like we we friends and we want to be supportive. You gotta really watch that. You know what I'm saying? I think Brianna gives us like a good example of how to like deal with like the whole pay situation. I'm trying to support you and your husband. I'm there for you. I'm gonna try to remain subjective and not, you know, just all the way on your side or anti-Chris. Um, but starting with Claire that did not help. Um, so Claire was also involved with the ATV situation and she kind of backed back. And you know, it's interesting because she's very vocal, but I feel like she was able to pick up on the hand way more than Virginia was at home but about to snap. So she kind of shut down in the conversation. And that was, I think that, that was important as well. Um, a lot of the stuff that now that I think about it, a lot of the episodes kind of centered around these different things with Chris and Paige but there was a time when Claire and Ron was laying in bed and Ron just kind of told her like listen you're gonna have to be mindful of our conversation and like certain comments that you put on certain things because we don't want to get off into that and like when me and you had talked about this in our private time you don't want to have to be in a situation where I'm defending you and then I'm finding this man on behalf of something that you said pretty much talking about Claire and her being anti-Chris and I agree with that so I feel like um like I said, the household that I was raised in, I have literally seen situations where my dad has said, we are going to leave the situation alone because if if this person says X, Y, Z to my wife, I'm going to shoot her. And y'all know my dad mm-hmm. is Pistol Pete, so he will shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally him. And so yeah. I have seen that situation mm-hmm. and it's real. You're not going to talk to my wife any other type of way. And that's why I said I'm not even mm-hmm. totally mad at Eric for choosing to defend Virginia. But um, the way that Ryan handled it versus the way Eric handled it shows the maturity level to me. It was thought out and it was planned ahead. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. uh, I got some liquid courage and I'm going to take the plunge type of thing, you know? So, um, that's it. Yeah, that's I it. Appreciate it. So, um, I think, yeah. Oh, Clara. So, I had some notes about Clara that were not about Chris and Paige. Um, okay. I do feel like a lot of this, I feel like a lot of the episodes have been centered around their situation, and I don't like that. I made a comment in general about this season in my notes and how it's a whole mm-hmm. lot of like, girls day activities and guys day activities and I feel like we didn't have as many of those mm-hmm. in previous seasons like it's a lot mm-hmm. more we bonded together like I feel like that's always been a thing with Married at First Sight but this season mm-hmm. it's a lot more especially on the honeymoon the honeymoon mm-hmm. is supposed to be your getaway with just you and your spouse this, this mm-hmm. is a whole lot of group meetings for a honeymoon mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um and I don't know. You know what? I wanted this COVID have a play in there too. Or be so limited. Or is it that they are trying to help Paige and I have to be with Chris so much? Because that's what I think it is. I don't think it's a COVID thing. I think it's a Chris and Paige together. We don't have a lot of scenes. And anytime they are together, it's it's an explosion. So mm-hmm. in order to have some honeymoon content let's create an excursion or an, an event where it's just the girls or where it's just the guys so that we can still mm-hmm. see all five couples even if they're not necessarily together so that's what i think and if that is what they're doing then for once mm-hmm. in production i think production has played a part in all this drama um so i'm kind of upset with them for that but in mm-hmm. this instance i appreciate them not just 
having Paige in her room angry while everybody else on the beach kicking their feet up, you know? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, with, with drinks in their hand. Right. Kick, kicking it with Bay. Uh, but I also think that could be detrimental in the long run because, like you said, they marry strangers. This is a non-traditional arranged marriage. So they do need that time to bond and be together. Mm-hmm. And they keep getting pushed mm-hmm. into these group situations where they should be just bonding with each other. So, um, yeah. anyway, my, my comment for Claire. But that goes back to that Ryan situation. Ryan and Claire, when they laid in bed, they were like, listen, we... We're gonna have to pull back off some of that and focus on each other. They're yeah. still our honeymoon at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Clara, kind of again trying to move away from Chris and Paige. Um, she was talking about how he's how Ryan has never said I love you to anyone and how that's mm-hmm. a red flag for her. And I'm not opposed to that. I recently um matched with a guy on hinge who told me that he had never been in a relationship. And I was like, never? Like, not what? <laughs> um, and it was a bit of a red flag for me because do you know how to handle a relationship? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Commitment. Um, right. And so I think that I get her red flag. Like, I get why that raised some eyebrows. But also, he's never been married before. Like, this is a different situation. Mm-hmm. So don't take it as, you know, he ain't never said I love you so I'm not hopeful that he will ever say I love you to me because that's not the case like y'all are a very unique situation um Mm -hmm. and it is possible that he will say it and he will say it sooner than you know five six years down the line Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I I, um Mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes I Clara was kind of low on my list this week too because she was actually the one that made the very angry comment but um Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that she saw her error and was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to shut up. So, I'm going to have to pull back a little bit. Yeah. So I appreciated that for her. But I didn't have a whole lot. I feel like Ryan and Clara was just kind of chilling. Ryan was definitely the pe- trying to be the peacemaker. At trying, Lord. When, um, when Eric and Virginia got there and Eric caught himself in a snap and Ryan was like, hold on, because you just got here and you don't even know what we've been talking yeah. about because he already yeah. apologized for that. Like, he tried mm-hmm. to make it right. And so, um, mm-hmm. I appreciate that about Ryan. I always like Ryan, though. I feel like Ryan is half black, so he definitely like power to the people type of thing. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I appreciate Ryan. I like him. Mm-hmm. I just don't like his haircut. Do you like Ryan and Clara together? I was iffy on them together at first because yeah, it was a few reasons, but I, I like them together. I think that they are a good match overall. I do think mm-hmm. that they have some really big red flags that we talked about last week with um mm-hmm. the whole child rearing thing, but um I like them together. Mm-hmm. I think they're a good match, and I think they balance each other well because. One thing that I have noticed in these six episodes is that now, whenever Clara is around Ryan, she's a little calmer. Like, Clara was almost like mm-hmm. bouncing off the walls. Yes, she is. Episodes. And now that she's mm-hmm. with him, she has found her more reserved side. And I and it's very subtle. Like, she is still yeah. herself. But um, I appreciate mm-hmm. that she has found a balance in that. So, I like it. Same. I like it. Same here. Same here. I think too, going back to the um the whole I love you statement and thing like that. I feel like with some people they hold that to just like a really high standard um in a really high regard. Uh, and I think that all situations, all relationships, all vibes, all chemistry, all that stuff, it's just those are different elements that like stir into one pot. And if a person will say if a person will not. I do feel like he is capable of saying it. It's just they have to get to that point for him and for her. What's interesting is though, what she may need to get to point to say I love you is probably not what he's going to need but she's probably going to have to discover like what is that for him and then be breaking down like that conversation those barriers and things like that you know because I do I did raise an eyebrow like you ain't never said I love you but I bet it's there I bet it's the possibility to see it it's there because he loved his family he loved his friends Mm -hmm. Um, and family is one thing but you have friends that you love 
and mm-hmm. you told them you love them, and you didn't you didn't just come into the world with them. So it's yeah, definitely, it's definitely you grew to love them. You grew to love them. So I think yeah. it's possible. It's just gonna take some time. It's gonna take mm-hmm. some time. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll be ready to talk about Vince and Bree. Yeah, we yeah, ready. <laughs> so let's talk. Miss Bossy. Miss Bossy. Because um, I. Okay, so for those of you that have not seen the episode, Vincent mm-hmm. and Brianna are this, this season's current favorites. Everybody mm-hmm. loves them, and everybody is just rooting for them to make it, which makes me happy mm-hmm. because. Brianna is black and she is like a dark-skinned black girl. Like she's fine. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that they are rooting for her so hard because that's typically not the dark-skinned black girl's narrative. And not even just mm-hmm. as far as narrative first sight, but just in the media in general. So Period. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. But this particular time, and this could be another instance of the way we portray portray black women. Um, she is bossy, and and that's not to be held lightly. Like I'm not saying that they're trying to make it more than what it is, because day one in the vows, they was like Brianna's family wants you to know that she is kind but bossy. She is loving but bossy. She is respectful but bossy. Like they went into this whole thing, and so she knew, or she knew that her family said it, and he knew going in that she mm. had some boss tendencies. But now that yeah. they clapped them cheeks and her mm. bossiness slipped out, he was like, mm. uh-uh. Let me, let me, let me help you, sugar. Mm-hmm. I know you said you was bossy, but you were disrespectful. And that's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciated the fact that he was such a great communicator about it. He didn't play yes. her in a negative way, um, but he was very transparent about how he felt, and he didn't back down from it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the difference between him and Eric, who is backing down to Virginia's drinking, backing down to her being late, and just mm-hmm. going along with the flow. I think that is another very bold difference. Because Vince yeah. like... I'm not going. It was disrespectful. It's a no for me. And, and you're not. And you're not gonna disrespect me. No. I like no. what we're doing. I like where we going. You you're not gonna disrespect me though. And yeah, she Listen. said twice. What she say? You annoyed me today. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, that's fine. You still was disrespectful. Yeah. And you're not gonna do um, that. So I was like, come. Mm-hmm. Through. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, but you, but but the beauty in that is that that's that finding that balance. That's that give and take. You gonna have to give some, and I'm gonna have to give some until we find out what rhythm works for us. Yeah. You know. Um, and I also want to say that I think that, and I've stated this, I think a few times that I'm with just been married since November of last year. We're only in February, so not even three months. Um, And I think that with the single perspective is that like when we live on our own, we're taught to do everything on our own. You can be selfish, you run your life, you run your house, you run your world, you set that climate, you know? And I can see how that can come out being boss because you are in control of everything. You are in demand of everything. Even when you don't want to, let's put that there. Even when you want somebody to be in the role of that companionship, if you don't have nobody in that seat, all the responsibility and that work and the delegation falls on you. So I can see like that just been a huge thing like when she was single, but I feel like now being married, having to lose some of that control, you know, even on the episode where she was like, you know, I don't know if she was trying to tell my like, be ready to do so within like a certain time, you know, in your own world, in your own bubble, that works. Yeah that's fine that's your rhythm but when you are living life and you're cohabitating with someone else you just cannot do that um so a part of it and i just went down when we were talking was that i can see rihanna if she can learn to like relax a little bit just just, just, about that, just a little bit you know uh and i and i've been saying it all the time when you marry you don't marry raquel i'm raquel i don't marry raquel i, I marry a whole other person who does life in a completely different way and although i feel like you know as women we have some of that 
not some a lot of persuasion to throw off subtle hands obey i didn't like that or could you do it like this next time or whatever you don't want to be like super like demanding and controlling and i can see how that does come off with disrespect because i'm not you and you're not me and just because you don't do it the way that i did it that doesn't make my way wrong or it doesn't make your way wrong you know i think a lot of people get into that too the way you clean is not how i clean so that's wrong the way you cook is not how i cook so that's wrong and it's like no it's not this how i do my stuff and i've been doing it this way for what we 30 now or 20 i've been doing this way all my life so we cannot expect okay now that we're married people to instantly make that adapt um it comes over time and that's why i said that if she can relax a bit Say that last part again since she was breaking up. Oh, uh, I probably will. I was talking about that, um, the whole part of like her having to like relax because they, you accustomed to doing something your way all, especially if this is your first time and you've never been married before. So we cannot expect, okay, now there were newlyweds for me to instantly to adapt to what you're used to or what you like. I think some of that stuff is going to take time. Some of that stuff is going to take give and take. Some of that stuff is going to say, okay, you did it this way, but I really didn't like that. You know, even if I was used to being late and you're used to being very punctual, you know, you cannot expect that person to automatically adapt to your life because I, I, I didn't do it like this before I met you. So having to relax and figuring out like what works and just like chilling back. You not, you said you wanted to be a wife and you ready married. Now you gotta let that man step into position and let him, you know, be a husband. But I think that that's growing on him and that it can also be growing on her, which I think can be a powerful thing too if they had communicated. But when she communicated hourly, she said that you just annoyed me. No, no, no. You'll realize that you're not in as much control as you have been used to in the past. And that's really and all it was. Because the whole thing about her being annoyed was based off of the fact that she wanted him to get ready when she was getting ready. And, girl, you can't control that grown man. As long as he dressed when it's time to walk out the door, yeah. I don't care when you put your clothes on. Put your clothes on and be ready when it's time to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else about um, the the fairy tale? That's not a fairy tale no more. It's so funny yeah. because now in the married at first sight groups, now they not rooting for them. Now this week, I'm not rooting for anybody. I don't think none of the couples gonna make it. And it's like y'all change with the seasons. Calm down. Every time the wind blow, y'all got a different attitude. Just yeah, I was gonna ask you that. I was like, are they still technically the favorites at this point? I think they are. I think mm-hmm. they're still the favorites, but I do think that people were mad about it. And it's just yeah, like, no, I've seen people mad at her and people mad at him. I don't know if I've uh, verbally said this, but I don't have a favorite yet. Brianna and Vince are my current favorite. They they the closest to normal at this point. I can't see nobody else being normal. So, I'm going to take Bri and Vince for 500. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. If, if who going to make it, for sure. For sure. Yeah, they, I don't think I've just uh, fallen in love with them yet, though. That's all. Like, I remember in past seasons, certain stuff about certain couples, I was like, oh, Bro, bro, that's it. Like when, when he was like I ain't really, um, I do appreciate like their love and them like just being in all of each other. I think that that is nice. Um, I think it's also needed because they're going to hit some rough patches when they got to get together. It's just going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, ain't, ain't nobody going to be over just shit. Yes, it's going to happen. All right. So anything else? Um, I think, I think you already said this, but I do appreciate the fact that Brianna was so willing to adjust um, because a lot of times, 
um, when we feel like we're being judged or attacked, we lash back out. And she did not do that. She chose to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to change this. I'm going to do this differently. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that about her as well. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Are we good? We ready to move on to the last? I didn't think that we was going to have this much to talk about with little 80s man, but it's some stuff popped out this week with the, with the 80s man. <laughs> Listen, they saying the Ace Man is your boo for the whole 2021. Just sit there and look. Where's the food at? Because y'all, y'all, I'm about to be unbothered, unfazed. My steak and eggs, okay? My steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's dive on into Jacob and Haley. Um, so, the same issue throughout the whole episode for them. Uh, one, I appreciate that they were not in any way involved with the Christian Page situation. Shout out to Jacob and Haley for staying in their lane and working yeah. themselves. Um, but at the beginning of Mind the business episode, paid period. At the beginning of this episode, we found out that they did have sex. Mm. And um, he told her, since we had sex, you've been withdrawn. I, I want to hold your hand. I want to hang out with you. Like, I think that he, I want to touch you. I want to touch you. Okay. Uh, I think that he did such an excellent job of communicating what he was feeling without attacking her. Um, he did an excellent job yes. of effectively communicating. Um, yes, he did. On a podcast that I did last week, the, the guest was saying that effective communication is self-control. And I appreciate that with um, Jacob mm. because he didn't, like I said, he didn't snap on her. He just told her, like, this is what I see. And I feel like you're not really, mm-hmm. you know, and if that's what's happening, tell me. So um, I feel mm. like the fact that he even had to say it multiple times makes me sad for him. Because like I said before, he's quirky and he people say he weird, but he is himself. He is exactly who he is and he mm-hmm. is unapologetically him. And um mm-hmm. just, you know, a lot of people say they think that the sex was bad and that's why she recoiled. I don't think that's why, but um a lot of people think that. And I understand why, because that's what it looks like. It looks like we did it. I know, I know you one of them. I know, but it looks like we did it and now you backing away. And I honestly don't feel like that's the case. I feel like people who have been single for an extended amount of time, um, because we live in a hookup um, society, people are used to hooking up and moving on. It's like Mm -hmm. swipe right, you get your jollies off and you go on about your business. And so for her now, Mm -hmm. um, this is not just a tender hookup. This is somebody that I'm married to so after we do what we do mm-hmm. I gotta still get up and talk to you the next day and I think that's new territory for her mm-hmm. she ain't had to do that in so long so that's mm-hmm. my thoughts but mm-hmm. I know you got a, a different philosophy and then we gonna circle back around how she clowned at the end yes she did clown at the end okay and the whole time you were talking I was like and that too put yeah. that on her <laughs> But, um, <laughs> you know, you summed it up very well. I just, last week I gave y'all, she trying. She into, she smiling, she laughing. Uh, this week, I'm just interested. I don't want to sit on the same side of the table as you. I look, I don't need, I don't need a lot of camera time with you. I just really want to know the man that first type fan in me, what caused the great shift? Um, and then at first, I believe when last episode episode five they were saying that when the couples were together the conversation came out of have we anybody had the sex yet and i believe they was like we gonna keep them low. we're not really gonna say we did or did not so the fact that they opened up and said they did have sex i was like okay all right they gave me good vibes you know and i stand on everything that i said last episode but now there's such a dramatic shift you know and i and i always find it just super intriguing when at the beginning of the show everybody's storyline is i'm ready to be married i'm ready to be married i'm ready to be a wife i'm ready to assume position as a husband i'm ready to the things that it takes to have a lifelong partner i'm ready to to fight for this legacy if you will 
And then we get into the actual marriage and we week one in and, and it just be like, like I'm, I'm ready to go back to my corner, you know, and I can sympathize with that. But then this is where I'm on the opposite end, because for us to have all this time of being single, as you said, when we take them vows, it's now game time. So you just cannot shut down. You just cannot be present all the time. And don't think that you're not going to be held accountable for your actions to another person. Like, if we all team ready to be a spouse, let's get into it. You know, whether the sex was good or whether it was bad, we have to talk about that. Whether you are annoying me or I'm not liking this, we have to talk about that. You know, we just cannot go off into our corners. Oh, I've been single for so long and I've been the bridesmaids for 14, 16 times. Okay, now is your time. Like you don't get to the Super Bowl and be like, oh, I'm not ready, I'm not prepared. No, let's put your best foot forward. Period. And I and and I, I want to just ditto what you said again about the way he communicated. Excellent job. Yeah. It, oh, let me tell you something. I know some husbands in the past that read at first sight. Had to get into the business. Quick. Especially when they feel like they put their best foot forward to get that girl to business. Yeah. Well, let's let let a little sugar have So yeah, I agree. I definitely feel let like um I feel like he he communicated it well. And I just think it's so interesting because the last two or three episodes, she has tried her best to make it seem like, oh, he's mm-hmm. so awkward. He's so awkward. Mm-hmm. Well, one, you had mm-hmm. sex with the little awkward man. Yeah, you and did. Two, you the one that turned awkward. He trying to be normal, holding yeah, yeah. hands through the park, and now you acting all weird. It's like, girl, what happened? So, did to both, did, did and did. I want to say this too, uh, and I said this when I was watching. I think episode six and five. When they get around other couples, Disney girls be lying. They get around other couples and be like, oh, it's been great. It's been amazing. It's been a fairy tale. And then you get the couples on their own individual couple camp and y'all, y'all be awkward. Y'all don't be talking. Y'all don't be having the fun. Y'all be lying. <laughs> like, who y'all trying to save face? Like, we're not going to go back and watch it. Right, like, we're not going to see the other stuff. Ain't no point in lying. So, let's I'm talk like, about what happened. What was it? <laughs> Let's talk about how um, she played him on the, the girls' night. Let's, let's go on and talk about it. So again, Let's talk about how she hurt that man's feelings. Because I want to fight. Don't do that man like that. So basically, mm-hmm. she told, um, and by she, I mean Haley. Haley told her husband that the ladies of Married at First Sight we're having a girls' night somewhere else in the resort. He just so happened to go downstairs to the lobby where he discovered that all nine of the people from the show were there with mm-hmm. the exception of him, which I also think is weird because with tensions being as high as they are with Chris and Paige, even Chris and Paige was there. Like, that's noteworthy. Yeah. Even baby, no you and your babe now, and y'all not inviting Jacob. <laughs> don't do Jacob like that. I just don't think it's right. So like, Mr. Eddie man ain't gonna hurt nobody. He ain't gonna bother y'all. He gonna sit down. He gonna chill, and it, that's just gonna be it. Now, I'm to one of my friends who also another friend of mine who also watches the show, and she thinks that they were trying to like have a, a off camera moment with just them. Mm-hmm. Um, she was saying that she thinks, you know, they was just trying to sneak away from production and just have some actual kicking time. And I understand that, mm-hmm. but even if you got downstairs and said, oh, oh shoot, I thought it was all the girls, and now everybody's about their husbands. Let me run back up to the room and get mine, or let me call him or text him and say, hey, the guy's hanging, do you want to come? Anything. Like, she just should have handled that differently. And I think she did genuinely hurt his feelings. Because that man just trying to love her and run mm-hmm. off into the sunset. Don't, don't do Jake. Yeah, okay? and do 80s stuff together. And do 80s Listen, stuff together. and I'm going to say this too, and <laughs> Look, I just, I just want to put this out there. So as for me in my house, okay, y'all know what I'm saying. That's a, when I say that, that's a pet peeve of mine. Like, if I'm making sure that you're good and that you cover, I expected that to be reciprocated. Like, make sure that I'm 
you know and even as it relates to being on the show with the other couples even if you're really not feeling me like that which is my last question for you is that at least let me know like don't have me out here looking like that and not making sure that i'm covered and not feeling included i just feel like that was bs you know and that's what made me kind of think like man do she even like him you know because you could have had him down there he's been mingling with the other husband you didn't, you didn't have to do that like that because it sends a louder message yeah i definitely think that um that was not right I, and i wouldn't want to be with somebody who didn't even consider my feelings at, at the least consider my feelings how would you feel if you were in my shoes and you were perfectly excluded from something that all 10 of us are or all nine of us are at like i don't know i just think that it was very inconsiderate and like you said even if you're not feeling me don't embarrass me because i'm sure he was embarrassed mm. oh yeah it's and you know the first question that came up where's jacob where's the hug that, that was the first that question that came up where your boo at yeah and you know what and i said at the beginning when they first got matched and i'm gonna say that episode six do she like him question that need <laughs> answer no, I, she like I think I think she's secretly another woman from another season. So she that girl twin sister. <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was wrong. Um, Jacob, if you should ever run across this, we feel bad for you, brother. We feel bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. Any other notes? Any other things that you think we missed? Listen, y'all gonna have to give me the. I'm gonna have to give me the vibes. I'm sorry, somebody called. They gonna have to give me. I I, I need some more loving, some more growing, some more just less drama. Episode the next episode. Give me more. We just got married. We already saw yeah. that. Give me some of that. Gonna get ready because we already saw it's gonna be drama next week. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I rolled my eyes already. So listen, but this has been good. This has been good. It's been real good. So um as always, this is the Beauty Exchange. Be sure to follow Singles Exchange. Be sure to follow Beauty Talk. Um and we'll be back yes. next week, hopefully with less drama. But I, I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> All right, y'all. We shall see. Do see. Bye. Thank you.